You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey there. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority, uh, today with another show. And um, if you want to contact my office, um, Jason Eagle, my company is Strategic Healing. Uh, you can go to my website, strategichealing.us. The number for the office is 734-985-5891. And uh, you can see me on Facebook, uh, my Facebook Live. I do these radio shows and I record them on Facebook and YouTube. My Facebook uh, channel is um, Strategic Healing. And my YouTube channel is Jason Eagle QRA. You, as I said, you can go back and you can watch these videos later and go back and say, hey, what, what did he say? What was that? Um, today, we are going to do a show on what makes a QRA practitioner. QRA, that's a Q, an R, and an A. That stands for quantum reflex analysis, okay? And a QRA practitioner... Uh, what makes a QRA practitioner different from other natural health practitioners or natural doctors or what have you? Um, again, what are some examples of what would be a natural? Uh, you would talk uh, a chiropractor. Chiropractor does manipulation, also knows uh, the muscle testing as well as, and some do, but some don't, but also we use uh natural supplements and things like that. Massage therapists will work on you and, and will move you around. A physical therapist will do that. Um, an herbalist, um, in terms of using herbs and natural supplements in terms of, uh, instead of medications, um, a naturopath, the same thing. A naturopath is basically a doctor that is a natural doctor. Uh, health coaching, uh, whether it be a health coach in terms of how you eat, lifestyle coaching, these all of these different things, that's what a QRA practitioner is. Does all of these different things and then some. What's the things that a, a what differentiates? What is the QRA different? That's what's called interference fields. Interference fields are basically tracking down what you would call circuit breakers or, or blown fuses inside the body or what's called interference fields. And a little bit, I'm going to get into the actual science of where this started and, and where we are now, but this is all science based, uh, especially from, uh, Germany and, um, S Sweden. Um, also Russia, but here in America too. And it's based upon uh, some things called neurotherapy, which is done. Neurotherapy, they do uh, injections, but you can do non-injection neurotherapy. So what a interference field is, is first of all, people have to know that you're, by by now, we know that your brain runs everything. It's all neurology. It's all energy. Basically, your brain controls everything. That should be just well, well known, which is me talking to you and you listening to me is, is it's all electrical signaling going on inside your brain. But 
what we now know about your brain is you're not, your brain's not just your brain. Your brain is not just inside your head. Your brain is spread throughout your whole body. We can see this in terms of, we can see how the nerves are and all of the nerves are connected to the brain and connected to each other. Now let's go back to that real science, which is what's going on inside the brain, what's going on inside the nerves, which means every single cell of your body on the inside and even on the outside of your body because there's energy that's emanating outside of your body and your body's picking up on signals that are outside your body. I mean, take a good example of just your hair. When the air blows on your hair, you feel that and those are little nerves uh, that are showing movement in different types of things. But you can also pick up on, let's say, static electricity. Again, you can even pick up on what people would call like vibes, like you walk into the room and you can tell when someone's angry or you can tell when someone's, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, basically attractive or, or all, all these different things. Ask any woman, which is, you know, there's a creeper over there and I can tell. You can feel stuff. You And this is not just all woo-woo. This is based upon how the nerves truly work, how your energetic field truly works, which is electrical magnetic Electrical is the electric, and everything that's electrical is magnetic. Everything that's magnetic is electrical. Okay. So if you go back to the earliest form of medicine or doctors is that would be the earliest recorded form of medicine um, where it was put down into medical books in terms of there were schools and, and you had a designation as a doctor um, that would have been back in India the earliest known in terms of uh, the writings that were left over uh, comes from India, what's called Ayurvedics. And then after that, not too far after that, we get the Chinese. And then later we get Western medicine, and, and which uses um, electrical equipment and MRIs and all this other stuff. Um, however, that's not to say that modern Chinese or Ayurvedics don't even use this stuff either. They do, but they were the first ones that really came up with uh, I guess the map of the body and what you would call now within Chinese and Ayurvedics, um, they, all they had back in those times, there were no such thing as drugs and all they had was herbs, even Western medicine go back 150, there weren't drugs. And I mean, 150, 200 years ago, all you had, everyone had the same thing. Everyone just had herbs and different types of therapy therapies and including the muds and things like that and external packs and, and things like that uh, in terms of to be able to treat what's going on inside the body. Now, through dissection and things like that, Western medicine was able to then come up with called the neural pathways in terms of seeing the brain connect everything like that. And that's how we show how the vertebrae connects to everything. And that's, again, like I say in Western medicine, if you think about the nerves is like landlines or like a telephone wired telephones. You pick up the thing and it has a wire and that connects to a wire that's into the wall, which then connects to those telephone wires and they're all connected. If you kind of think about like back in the earliest days of how we communicated, it was telegraph and then it was telephone, which was actually like a wire. And if you remember, you know, uh, where they showed like the lady switching at the, you know, telephone please. And she would plug the thing in. And that literally was a connection from this to this. You had to have a plug plugged in. 
that was what's called um, wired or what we would call your standard neurology, which is the brain and the nerves and everything like that. Now, we have phones that are wireless phones. We have wireless technology, which is the cell phone and all this other stuff. There are no wires anymore. It's because it's connected to where is the signal, like a radio. You're sitting in a room and the radio is not turned on. You turn it on and then suddenly there's stuff going on inside that radio. Are there little men inside the box playing little <laughs> instruments? No, there are these waves that are inside the air and all of the radio stations are going on all at the same time. It's just you're tuning in and you're picking up. So there are these signals that are going through the air. Well, that's what we would call the um, the other part of your neurology which is the magnetic field, the electromagnetic field. Now, this goes back to then, you know, we can't see it, but we can see it. It was mapped out. It was mapped out by the Chinese and Ayurvedics, and that would be what's called the acupuncture meridian system, which is your gallbladder. Yes, it's inside your body, and it connects to your brain, and it connects to a specific um, nerve that comes from a specific um vertebrae that's inside your back and you would think of that as like that's the wired connection that's like the telephone wire but the actual gallbladder meridian which is if you could see in three dimensions and you can see the wi-fi it's the longest one in your whole body it goes from the top of your head all the way down to your toes and it wraps around and it's like a coil that's inside your body and, and it's not an actual wire it but it is a a field of energy Okay, all of your organs have these different fields of energy and they all connect through the either through your hands, they go to your fingertips and then come out the back and they, they kind of loop around or they go all the way down to your feet. So all of your organs, that's why when you would see, let's say, the acupuncture meridian points where they do what's called reflexology, which is you can do reflexology on your hands, your fingers, you can do it on your, your feet, your toes. You can also do reflexology on the ear because all of these connections, every part of your body, your spleen, your kidney, your gallbladder, your nose, your eyes are all in your fingers, your hands and your ears. So there are these places that you can touch and massage, which essentially what you're doing is you're stimulating these um pathways or stimulating this this body, this part of the body. Like basically if your gallbladder is asleep, and it's not working well, can you poke it? Hey, wake up, wake up, start working. Or if your gallbladder is too on, meaning it won't stop, it won't turn off, okay, can you turn it off? This is what acupuncture is, and they use it through needles, okay? However, and if you understand what it is, is again, it's like working with the computer system since your brain controls everything. I like to say what QRA is, is, is all of these different modalities of natural healing, um, whether it's through touch or whether it's through herbs or whether it's through diet, these type of, you're trying to make your machine work differently. Okay. So think about your body like a car, right? So what type of fuel you put in it and, you know, how plugged up is your tailpipe? That's going to determine everything on how the car works. Okay. However, our body is much like a modern car, which is, 
It's also controlled by a computer and a computer controls everything. So if your car is going wonky down the road at 80 miles an hour, either you change the type of, either you got some bad gas or a spark plug is, is not working or something like that, or it's the computer, the computer that controls all of these different things. So what do you fix? If you've addressed the things and, and you can't give it any better gas, you can't give it, and it's still not working or it's still not working correctly, um, what do you do? You have to change that because uh, that's what's happening is, is that it's the energetic field. It's the, the computer that's controlling everything. So that's what QRA is, is essentially out of all of these different systems, it's the one that is actually, yes, you are an energetic field. You are this invisible thing. And things could have happened to you that cause damage in some of these organs or in some of these fields. And that's the problem with your organ. Okay, that's the problem with your kidney. That's the problem with your stomach. All these different things. And later, uh, I'm going to go through very specific cases of over the years of what I've done and what Dr. Marshall has done and, and what we've seen in terms of all of the different types of things. And it is crazy. <laughs> it's astounding in terms of when you kind of figure out, I had no idea that that was connected to that. I had no idea that this could have been affecting this and let alone didn't know it was there and let alone what to do about it. I didn't know that we could fix it. Wow, this is amazing. So let's go back into what an interference field is. Interference fields go all the way back to some of the very first times that we, we discovered this is from a doctor. Um, goes way, way back. Um, no, uh, keep in mind, this is modern understanding, which is a rediscovery if you go back to what the Chinese did and what the Ayurvedics and what people all over the world, they were doing this and they understood this and then it was lost. Remember, the Library of Alexandria was burned and they lost all the information. And so the world lost a lot. And then there was this division between the East and the West where there would be a language barrier, including our modern uh, Western medicine system, which is you know, let's say you're a doctor over there and you want to come and practice here in America. You got to, let's say you went to the same type of medical school. You got to go to medical school all over again. We, we don't trust that, which is, seems like nonsense to me. You know, however, they knew a lot and they still know a lot and we know a lot. So this is what I do is it's this combination of, of these different practices to get to a holistic whole, which is what's the real story? What's really going on? Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that you can't detect it, doesn't mean that it's not going on, and it doesn't mean that you can't fix it. So if we go all the way back to where we first really started to turn this into what would be called a, a modern system, is it goes back to uh, German um, uh, neurophysicist uh, Albin Albert uh, Fleckenstein demonstrated that cells in scar tissue have different membrane potential than normal body cells. They function like a 1.5 volt battery implanted into the body. Into the body. Okay, he showed that scar tissue can, can 
can create abnormal electrical signaling. This zapping signal is transmitted through the rest of your body via the meridian system, as I talked about this electromagnetic field, and secondarily through the autonomic nervous system. Again, it goes through the Wi-Fi system because it's a faster system, and then it goes into the wired system. Okay, When a cell has lost its norm, normal membrane electrical potential, uh, this, again, Albert Fleckenstein, he was the very first one that discovered what's called the calcium channel blockers. Okay, Again, this is how every system of the body works, especially the heart. Is Electrical fields have to go through the muscles. And it's actually electromagnetic and it gets into the minerals. So let me get into a little bit too, which is when a person develops an interference field, Again, it comes from some sort of scar, it, or it can even be an internal damage, meaning you hurt your back and there's no scar. Or it could become from, let's say, a person caught a virus and they were in bed for a long time and they were very, very sick. These are things that can disrupt, that can also create an interference field, meaning now they don't have uh, normal digestion. Or let's say a person went on an extreme diet and then let's say ran a marathon or, and, and got exhausted. I've had so many cases of people with their, their um, hormones and things like that where they really got skinny. Let's say a woman getting ready for a wedding. And she starves herself, okay? And then she gets sick. She can then have where her hormones are never the same again. Or uh, uh, there have been many cases where a person prepared for a marathon, uh, an Ironman, and it just took the wind out of their sails and it can do damage. And literally, they're never the same again. So what's damaged can really be unseen. There's no scar to see. There's no, you know, there's nothing on the body. So, okay, then we get into some of the other doctors later which would be um, Hunky, um, this guy, uh, German, let me go to it right here. Um, yes, again, they discovered, this is where we get into now, this is what's called neural therapy. 1940, Ferdinand Hunke, H-U-N-E-K-E, they also observed this as what was called the Hunky phenomenon, which is a scar can produce Interference fields. A patient presented him with a severely painful frozen right shoulder. So the problem was with the shoulder. Okay. And he'd gone through all these different therapies and he couldn't, nothing worked. This doctor injected. Now this is back to where we go to injections. We can use these mud packs, which is not an injection. He injected the left shoulder, right? But nothing happened. Okay. Then he developed a scar on the lower left leg. He then treated the leg. And then what happened is, is the leg had nothing to do with the arm. My problem is a shoulder. Why are you dealing with my arm, with my leg? He treated the leg and then the shoulder cleared up. So this thing, which is what it revealed is it's, it's part of this neurology system, which is there are things that are connected and they're connected in a way that you don't know, which is I don't feel pain in that area, but that's where the problem is. The problem is in the knee, but I feel it in my shoulder. Okay. So um, this is where we get into some of this weird kind of strange stuff, which is it's really kind of, and again, this is invisible to us, but through the testing, through the quantum reflex analysis testing, it's like 
Dr. Marshall used to say it, it's like energy eyes. It's like creating eyes in the dark. Or like a good example is, is a blind person through tapping can find out where the room is and find out where all of the things are in the room. And eventually that becomes visible. What is invisible becomes visible. So the testing can show where these what looks like blown circuits are and what they're connected to. So let's say you got a scar on one part of the body, but that part of the body doesn't cause pain or cause problem, but it's somewhere else. It's somewhere else. And, and is it possible that that scar or that damage is reflexing to that area and no amount of treatment on your pain problem is going to cause, is going to fix it. But by fixing this other place, now you've made seen what was unseen. That's what this is. So when a cell loses its normal membrane, again, they've used, meaning you can go to a scar and you can use specific equipment to test its voltage. And what you find is, is that there's blockage in terms of voltage, which means if an area is created an interference field through an actual scar or through something else, a blown circuit, now it's losing not only energy, but it's also, it's not getting food. It's not getting repair because if it becomes sealed off, now your body says, oh, I guess that you're fine. And so normally a scar would send a signal to your body saying, take this damaged tissue out and replace it with new tissue. Plus clean this junk out of here and then feed me. Basically, when you're sick, you need to be refed and then you need to be pumped up and renourished back and then re-exercise and all this other stuff. So an interference field is a part of the body that is blocked out and it doesn't receive. And then if it has other things that are connected to it, it can then start to sedate an organ. But Dr. Marshall would say, you know, it restores the normal nerve and energy flow to an organ. Okay. Therefore, a cell loses its ability to heal itself. Detox agents such as the mud packs or also you can do some essential oil therapies. Um, there's a number of different things you can do, but I focus on the mud packs. Can detoxify the pathways so that the cell's ion pumps. Remember, we're talking about the doctor that found out what's called calcium um, channel blockers. These are what's called ion pumps. Okay. If you zoom into like with a, uh, like a very, very small microscope, if you became a really tiny man, what would it look like on the inside? And what we see as healing healthy tissue as well as damaged tissue is there's these mechanisms going on. And the biggest neck mechanism is, is if it starts to block, then these waves of energy can't get through. And if the waves of energy can't get through, it's like you've lost the cell, cell phone call, which is if you go out into the woods, make sure you got a cell phone or a satellite phone, because if you get lost, we're not going to be able to find you and you need to be able to communicate. And let's say you're in a, a, a place where we're going to have to helicopter in some food to you. If we can't get to you, you're stuck. You're on your own. Okay. So, uh, the cell's ion pumps resume to normal action, restore what's called the membrane potential. Membrane potential is out with the bad, in with the good. Out with the bad, in with the good. So everything, if you could boil everything down to in natural health and even unnatural health, which is what's the difference between healing and what's the difference between disease? 
or damage or or um, pain is this membrane it can be broken down to membrane potential and again you can even boil it down to what's called the positive ionic charge if a cell is stuck in a positive ion positive's good right no in energy positive's bad negative is good negative means empty ne a negative charge means it can receive more but if it's positive it's full your glass is full you can't take any more and uh, and let's say it's filled with dirty water <laughs> and I've got a good glass of wine over here or some pure sparkling water. You got to dump that out before you get the good water. So on a cell, it needs to go to what's called a negative ionic charge. That's where the mud packs come in. This is that very quickly. So people go, well, how quickly can you change um, your ion charge? How quickly can you change your charge? Let me remind you, in the wintertime, when it gets really dry and you're wearing these socks and you shuffle across the uh, carpet floor and then you touch a doorknob and zap and you zap yourself or you touch a friend, that zap is because you've built up too many positive ions. Now, if you don't zap yourself and you sit around all day long with this, eventually what will happen is you'll start to feel not good. You'll start to uh, start to feel sick. Um, you'll start to feel dizzy a little bit. You'll start to feel woozy. Your thoughts will, because too many positive ions or holding what's called a static charge, it's going to affect all of your organs. And so when you touch that doorknob and you get that zap, immediately all of these things come out of your body. That's why a lot of times after you zap yourself, people, you know, again, they don't, they haven't really sat there and thought about it and measured it, but you can measure. People will go, oh, whew, I kind of feel a little bit better now, right? This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority, and um, I'm going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Okay, this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority, and uh, we're talking about interference fields. We're talking about QRA as uh, a modality. What is it? What makes it so different? It's these mud packs. It is the ability to track down the invisible, that unless you know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. And then if you do find it, what do you do about it? Okay. So the goal is, is to correct the bioelectric disturbance at each specific interference field site, which we will test and map out and then on a structural basis go, um, or a strategic basis go this, 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 this. And there is a real exact science to, you don't just slap mud on here. You don't just throw it on anywhere. You have to put it on very specific points and a very specific type of order in order for it to, to, to power back up without blowing the fuse again. Now, let me, let me tell you this. After many, many years of seeing all different types of people, the people that have the worst interference fields are standard old Americans that grew up on standard old food. And now you would think that like a bad scar is going to be the worst and a tiny little scar or not even a scar. You, so you would think that the level of damage is going to indicate, but I, I'm going to tell you, I found some anomalies in this and it points out where, how we get these interference. It's all about minerals. 
If our minerals are low and we have damage, meaning you bump your elbow, you break your arm, you get cut or something like that, or even just create a bruise, okay? If your minerals are low because you've been eating foods that don't have the minerals in it, then that's what creates an interference field. However, if you are a person that eats really good food um, that has lots of minerals, you can have really bad scars and not have it turn into interference field. Okay. The example is, is the people that I've been shocked by how bad the scars were and they didn't test off were people that I found from third, what you would call third world countries, meaning they grew up in Africa. They grew up in Haiti. They grew up in Jamaica, India. They live here now, but they, as a child or as a teenager, they were eating the foods from there. So they were eating locally grown food. So you come from Africa, like most of the, certain parts of Africa or Haiti or something like that. There aren't grocery stores. And again, if there were, you wouldn't buy it because there's somewhere down the street, some lady or some man that has a little farm out somewhere and he comes to market every day and they bring fresh foods and they don't, they don't farm the way that we do. They don't use the pesticides. They're out there with the hoe and everything every single day. They don't use They, they don't, they're too, poor to buy the chemicals. So they're out there the old way, which is they are clearing the weeds with their hands. They are putting the animal manure back into it. They're putting the seaweed and stuff that they're doing it the old ways. And besides, it's not been over farmed. And so they have really good nutrients. These are the people that I've been shocked with. Like, are you serious? Like you got in a major car accident. I've seen a guy who was in a motorcycle accident and his, his, one of his legs was almost ripped off his body. And I mean, he had just major, major scars. And I tested them and they were fine. I was shocked. And then you get an American person or who bumped their elbow and has a minor bruise that hasn't gone away for like three to four months. And it's a huge major interference field. Um, what's the difference? It's minerals. So uh, again, that's why we do what we do, which is we try and replace these things and try and fix these things in the diet. Okay. So that we can hold energy so that you can hold a charge. Okay. But many times when you have some of these damages, uh, let's say a back injury that you don't know about, um, or it can always come from when you were born. I mean, uh, people that were where the baby had the cord wrapped around its neck and the doctor had to get them out and had to jerk them out and, and dislocated a shoulder and stuff like that. Um, or when they're a baby and they fall on their head or that little kid that's, you know, a year and a half, two years old, that gets the scar on their chin. The chin goes in particular chin and the front teeth goes to the reproductive organs. So you could literally be like an old, you know, in your thirties or forties and go into early menopause or have low testosterone because of these scars that are reflexing to the reproductive organs and no person's ever going to find it. Uh, but a QRA practitioner is going to find it. Okay. So, some of these examples of common interference fields, things that we find. Um, let me go over this. Yep. Okay. So the examples of these is would be scars. Number one, areas where the epidermis of the skin has been cut. Now, this can be surgeries or this could be I cut myself with a knife. I had one that was an interference field that was pretty deep on my thumb because when I was working in a restaurant, 
I was chopping tomatoes and I got distracted and we had really sharp knives and it, I went right down to the bone. <laughs> you can still see that scar. That was a bad one. Okay. But any type of surgical scar, scars from procedures such as those for the gallbladder, a heart, or let's say cancer, a mole or skin cancer removal. It's just a little thing, okay? Episiotomy scars, C-section scars, the ones that go all the way across the belly, a breast implants, tummy tucks, cosmetic surgery, the ones right behind the ears where they get a facelift. Those ones in particular go right to the deep sleep point. They can also go to a number of other meridians, which is, that's why you got insomnia, right? laparoscopy which is again they go in through these things and they're just tiny little scars so let's say a person who had like the laparoscopic knee surgery which is just like three little pinpoints but if you see inside they had to cut through and they had to so it can be right where the points are or it can be again laparoscopy meaning the hole in the body or the scars is here but the trajectory in terms of where the 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 tools went through inside or somewhere else deep inside the body. Um, shunt scars, vasectomy scars, okay, internal scars. Like I said, they may not be visible. Um, scars that may not be internal hysterectomy scars, internal sinus scars, meaning a person had their nose packed like my dad did. Um, exploratory surgery when they cut you open and they looked at the shoulder, something hernia repair. Okay, we've got traumatic scars. Uh, I, I had one when I was a, a, a boy and I got bit by a dog. And that one was going to my gallbladder. Uh, that one was one of the things that was affecting my gallbladder. Um, uh, let's see, yes, from uh, stepping on glass. I've had many people, or you get people that have had the the um, surgery on the to fix a bunion. Those things in particular, the big toe, can be going to a major internal organ. Um, punctures. So from the injections, intravenous drug therapy. Okay. So let's say a person, uh, when uh, you went into the hospital and they had to put it inside your elbow. So a lot of times people having problems with the knee can be coming from that elbow. I'll describe that later, which is that doesn't even make sense. Just yes, it does. If you understand how the neurology works. Okay. Um, uh, in, like I said, or spinal blocks, or let's say uh, you had, um, oh, what was it, uh, when you're having a baby, um, an epidural right at the low back. You've had so many women who have had an epidural and my back was fine until I had that baby. And after that baby and that, and that uh, either nerve block or epidural, I'm never that my guts don't work. My low back hurts all the time. I've got a lot of problems. I've done all my workouts. I've done this. I've gone to massage and it just, it never fixes this. What if it's that scar that's reflexing to that? Um, puncture areas or acne, look at acne scars, chicken pox scars. Okay. You're going to have a person that has like that pocked up skin. You can have those that directly affect, could you eventually mud pack a scar and have the scar that may have been there 20, 30 years go away. Yes, I've seen that happen. I've seen bones where a person broke a clavicle and it was like when they were like five years old and it's a big lump there. We mud pack it. And then after months to a year later, it goes back down. It like it completely goes back to normal. And that's without any internal surgery because, because the body's energy is now, it was blocked out from healing that. Now it's not blocked anymore. Now it can heal that. Um, 
uh, animal bites. Like I said, I get bit by a dog. Um, bites from mosquitoes or other insects if you're really, really weak. Um, or spider bites. I've seen some really bad ones where a person got bit by, let's say, a black widow or, or some other weird spider or a brown recluse. I've seen some scars where literally, um, you know, they got bit by a spider and they had a reaction to it. And literally the skin, they all, it, it rotted, it rotted in that area and that created. So it doesn't have to be major. It can even be like, it disappeared. I don't, uh, you know, I had a scar there or, or I had that mosquito bite and it's gone. But after you had that, it's like, now my needs started hurting me or, you know, the sky's the limit. And so these things could be invisible. Vaccination scars. One of the big things with, you you know, what we found with a lot of people that, you know, you did not need that shoulder replacement. You didn't need to have that um, uh, rotator cuff surgery. What it was, was it was a vaccination. Vaccinations are really nasty business in terms of, especially the older vaccinations. I mean, a lot of people you see, if you're in your 50s, you got that big scar from the polio one, which is that like multi-needle one that, that stuck. That's a major scar, right? And for something to scar up like that, and it creates like keloid scars. Now, trust, test the shoulder all around it. And you can see what they found is, is that you can actually dissect those scars where a vaccination was and you can take some like a muscle biopsy and test that tissue. And there is literally still some of the chemicals, literally some of the thimerosal, which is that's mercury. And mercury blocks nerves and causes nerve damage and stuff. So there can be old chemicals that are still inside there because what happens is, is that at the time of the damage, it blew a fuse and now the body just holds it off. It puts it in a closet and says, we're not dealing with you. You know, you're, we don't have enough energy to deal with you. So it puts it in the paddy wagon, but it just starts detoxifying the whole area. So I've seen a lot of vaccinations in terms of the shoulder and the butts. Um, a lot of these hip uh, just where the hip just fall apart can come from a lot of things. But did anyone think about a vaccination that you had when you were a kid or that you had year after year after year? They get put in those shoulders and they get put in the hips. These are huge things that we've noticed. So um, now the scar. So let's go into some examples, exact examples. Again, this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. If you want to get a hold of my office and start getting checked for these mud packs, getting checked for these interference fields. Uh, my number is 734-985-5891. Um, Strategic Healing is my company, strategichealing.us. So we've got an 86-year-old woman. She had a C-section scar from 55 years ago that's blocking eight different meridians, reflexing downward, causing stiff, stiff swollen legs and tractable to therapy, meaning... She went through many years of having um, anything from uh, massage to chiropractic to um, wearing the knee braces, all of these different things. No one knew that it was coming from the C-section where the baby was taken out of, and that was blocking. So her legs were swelling up. Her, her legs were always filling up with fluid, and no, nothing was making it work until we did the mud packs and mud packed them, and then the legs went back to normal. Now, it wasn't just one mud pack. It was a series of different, and everyone's different. Everyone, uh, you have to test and you have to find out. We've got a 30-year-old businessman. Uh, he presented with neck stiffness. 
A vaccination scar from 20 years ago was blocking the outflow of the head and neck meridians, creating a stiff neck not resolved in spite of many therapies. This guy who went to a bunch of um, physical therapy, went to chiropractor and a little bit better, but no, it didn't fix it. It was constantly, it was on the left side of his neck. Left side, he could, you know, eventually to where he couldn't turn his head going out of the back, you know, backing up the car and stuff like that. But after we tracked down the interference fields, boom, it worked. And these people that go back to the chiropractor after, you know, years of them just kind of propping it up, they go back and they go, wow, this is amazing. Like, what did you do? Like, it suddenly works. And that's what this is, is this stuff is amazing in terms of how it works. Another example is this 42-year-old housewife from an episiotomy scar, 15 years. The episiotomy, that's the one in the perineal area, which is when you're having a, a baby, a regular baby, not a C-section, but a regular birth baby, they cut you and then sew you up so that you don't tear, okay? But that's a scar, and that's right on what's called conception vessel and uh, governor vessel, right at the base there. The episiotomy scar from 15 years ago is reflexing to the left leg, creating sciatic pain, which would not resolve with many types of therapies. So this, the low back stuff that would have been the sciatic. Now, it was a sciatic pain that was on just one leg, that left leg, right? Now, again, when Dr. Marshall would say, he says, how do we know that it's an interference field and not just my back? Well, Good example is, or, or a good kind of rule of thumb, which is anytime you have two of some, I got two eyes, I got two ears, I got two arms, and it's one. I got two legs. It's the left leg. Okay. That's when you really start thinking about an interference field. Because if it's both legs, then we're looking at the central core and it could be something really at that spine, meaning it might be, that's where the other therapies would really work, right? Or again, it's more systemic. But if it's happening with one side and not the other side, when you got two of them, if it's happening in one kidney, but the other kidney's fine, that's where you really look at, again, it's this computer system. It's this, the, the computer's not working on this side. It's the energy flow is not working on that side. So get that to work by removing the blockage. That's what the mud packs do. It removes the blockage. It puts energy into it, puts nutrients to it. It actually pulls out chemicals and all these other things, but how we mud pack, which is we put it on the scar, but we also put it on the hands and feet, which Dr. Marshall would call the downloads, which is you have more brain in your hands and feet, your fingertips and your toe tips, and then the, the bones of your feet, which is are measuring where the floor is. Your body for survival mechanisms needs to send the signal to your hands and feet first, because that's what tells you what's going on in the outside world. That's what's also how you get food in. It's the, it is the literal survival. Okay. You need to be able to grope in the dark, feeling your way through and find out where the spiky things in or the hot thing in. Don't touch it. You got to be able to crawl through a pathway without eyes and ears. That's what a human being is designed for is that we're, be, we're designed to live in all conditions and to survive in even the worst conditions. That's why the hands and feet are the most important. Then we get into some traumatized areas. Okay. An 18 year old student whiplash. Okay. They had a whiplash. They were in a car accident five years ago. And that whiplash is reflexing to the liver. They are having uh, liver problems or liver enzyme problems, meaning that the blood uh, 
testing starts showing that, wait a minute, you, you, there's something going on with your liver. And we keep looking at it and we, well, if it's the neck, because again, let me just describe this. Your liver's lower in the body. It's all controlled through the brain. And if through the neck, because your brain has to come through your neck, through a whiplash, created tearing inside your ligaments and tendons, which creates scar tissue. Now that scar tissue is starting to pinch down. And now your liver is not getting the signal. So it's like, I'm the brain, I'm the liver talking to you, but if I covered my mouth, you couldn't understand me. That's what a blockage is. There's another one, a 55-year-old sales director, weak area from a previous fall on the hip 15 years ago. It was reflexing to abdominal area, creating excess weight. So it was a fall, fell on the ice 15 years ago on that hip, and it hurt for a while, but then it went away, okay? And he didn't even think about it. He was, you know, can you help me with my, my guts, mean my weight? I just gain this belly weight and it just sits right here. And I've worked on my diet and I work out and I just, it won't go away. What's the difference? And so if it's an interference field coming from this particular area, it's a good example of, and again, all these ones that I'm telling you, these are ones that we found and treated and they're fixed now. It's gone. A 45-year-old journalist um, heart palpitations that came from an ankle sprain that was 10 years ago. What? Because see, the heart meridian goes through uh, the ankle. There is a different meridian. So your heart, again, all parts are connected. So the weak area due to an ankle sprain 10 years ago is reflexing to the heart, creating heart palpitation. So even after doing some herbal stuff, and even after, I, I believe this case, it was even on some, some heart medications, but after doing the mud pack on this ankle, I never would have thought of it. Now the heart started working better and the heart palpitations went away and he was able to get off the heart medications and even off of some of the heart supportive herbs. Okay. Abnormal body areas, areas that feel or look abnormal. A 58 year old female caretaker, a bruise on a left egg area, uh, left leg area after uh, a fall a year ago, a bruise that is still there. And older people were bruising. It just won't disappear. Okay. Is reflexing to abdominal area, creating weight gain, just like the other person. Now, this was not a scar. It was just, they bruised, but it was like that bruise never fully went away because it couldn't fully heal. So mud packing that area, and actually it was on the shin, right on her shin. And that was reflexing up to the gain. Um, another excess weight problem from a 67 year old male CEO, toenail fungus. Okay, a toenail, the fungus growing on the toenail over 30 years is reflexing. So what happened is he had dropped something on his toe. And then that's the toe that then developed the toenail fungus. Didn't know another the twain shall meet. He had no idea that it had to do with that. It was damaged to the toe. That's why I got the fungus is because the blood flow could not get in there and couldn't bring enough oxygen. And so toenail fungus is really growing because of a lack of not only blood flow, but also in lymphatic flow, but it's also energetic flow. The energy has got to get there first before the fluids and all these other things. Okay. So clearing up the toe, got the weight to go away. 27-year-old mechanic, a decaying third molar. Okay, this is where dental gets into it too, which is 
Um, it's reflexing to chest and creating a jittery feeling that creates insomnia at night. So while he's working on cars, jittery all day long, feeling just weird and then can't sleep all night long. This guy was miserable. Turned out to be it was a third molar, which had that molar removed. And then we did a mud pack on that. You can do dental packs. And the dental pack then cleared up the energy flow because even though the tooth was taken out, the source of infection, the energy meridian, which was going to just a central nervous system, causingly, causing him to be constantly um, jittery, okay? Metal inside the body, a metal plate. There was a man that had a 30-year-old horse trainer, metal plate after a car accident, reflecting to head and kidneys, creating headaches and fatigue. There was a plate that was placed under the skin. Now, we couldn't remove the metal because it was there, so this person had to have a be on a schedule where every so often they had to redo the mud packs because the metal in the body is going to keep shorting out. That's why it's really very important to keep metal out of the body. 45-year-old housewife who had surgery staples. She had staples from surgery that was in, in, in the uh, belly area. After a bladder surgery eight years ago is reflexing to the lower back, creating constant back pain. Okay, Here's another one of metal inside the body, gold crowns. 60-year-old stock trader, gold crowns blocking meridian outflow to mouth and reflexing to multiple meridians, causing weight gain, intestinal gas, and sleep disturbances. Okay, So the gold crowns were doing it. So again, we, we mud-packed that, but had those gold crowns taken out and replaced with the CEREC, or what's called a... Um, um, uh, the, the ceramic, the ceramic crowns, all ceramic crowns, get the metal out of the body. Okay. Because also what was un lurking underneath those gold crowns, I don't care how pretty they are. There was infection. There was just all kinds of junk because the gold can never fully fuse to the tooth. And so you get cracks and the saliva gets under there, the food and all this other stuff. And it gets up underneath there and grows in between that. Uh, injections, dental injections, a 45-year-old writer, previous dental injections that in the retromolar areas, meaning right where the wisdom tooth were. So you had wisdom tooth taken out and the injections to numb that area up are blocking the energetic flow to the jaw, creating a chronic stiff neck. So even though the, the teeth were removed and he doesn't feel the injection, uh, meaning it's not numb anymore, but those chemicals are still there. The mud pack in there was able to pull that stuff out. And now the stiff neck is like, oh, wow, now my neck is better. Um, IV therapy, a 40-year-old tennis player who had uh, repeated IV ne needle injections into the right arm, reflexing to the back of the neck, causing fatigue. So it was right there where... Um, I don't remember what her case was, but it, you know she had to have a lot of IVs. She was in the hospital for something. And again, the IVs are necessary to keep her alive, but it creates these scars and they can be really bad scars that just mess things up. Here's another thing. People don't want to hear this, but tattoos. Tattoos are bad. Tattoos, not only is the ink really toxic, but again, it's just micro needles that are just poking all over the place. And again, you get people that have certain shapes and certain symbols and stuff, those things can be messing up your body. So, but let's just go back to just the, in terms of the needles. A 50-year-old entertainer, female entertainer, bilateral buttock, two tattoos. So, right in that low back and, and you know, she's got that stamp all over the low back. She had a whole bunch of them. 
Um, reflux into various organ, organs chronic, creating chronic fatigue and chronic fatigue syndrome and, and lived healthy, but yet covered in tattoos. A 22 year old male marketer, this guy was a marketer and he had a shoulder tattoo, that common right shoulder looked really cool, right? The upper right arm is reflexing to the right side of the neck, causing neck stiffness. No amount of therapy would make, but after the, it was mud packed. And I think some of these people actually even chose to have some of these removed. If this is doing this much, wow, let's just have a laser removal, okay? 40-year-old female executive. A tattoo on the right inner ankle is reflexing to the kidney to create tiredness, a sluggish kidney on the right side, meaning her body's not filtering the toxins out. And so she's tired because she's full of sludge. She was full. But who knew that it was coming from the tattoo? Ear and body piercings. A 35-year-old female receptionist pierced earlobes. And earlobes are not as bad as like when you see the, where they go up into the cartilage. People that got these, that goes up. Those are the really bad ones. And again, like I said, acupuncture meridians, every single organ in your body is inside your ear. So pierced earlobes reflecting to the stomach, causing weight gain and indigestion. Who would have known that this... Really beautiful earrings are causing the problem. 21-year-old male student, metal tongue piercing is reflexing to head area, causing intermittent dizziness and fatigue. Wow. And we did mud pack that one. Basically, you can do internal mud packs. Um, they're not swallowing the mud, right? Okay. Here's another one. A 25-year-old medical receptionist had throat problems meaning hard swallowing, she couldn't talk very well, she was constantly getting phlegm in the throat. It was the navel piercing, that, you know, uh, reflexing to the throat, making it difficult to swallow. 25 years old and she was having problems swallowing pills and sometimes she, she would have to take small bites. At 25 years old, wow. But it was coming from that pretty little navel thing. Get that thing out and get it mud packed. Um, there's just, it goes on and on of all these different types of things. Um, yeah, let me go to this one. Dental and gum areas, tooth decay. Okay. Tooth decay was a 75 year old retired CEO. Lower lateral front tooth with decay is reflexing to heart, causing heart palpitations and shortness of breath. That tooth looked good. The dental made it look good, but it was a rotten tooth and it was totally reflexing to that heart. Once we got that tooth out and got it replaced and, and, uh, uh, now the heart palpitations went away. Root canal, 65-year-old restaurant owner, conventional root canal on the front tooth is reflexing to the prostate, causing prostate dysfunction, meaning is possibly your swollen, enlarged prostate coming from a tooth or coming from some other, or let's say that scar on your upper lip, um, that scar on the chin. Um, yes, these are some of the things that we see. We get what's called the splat effect, meaning, okay, good example is, let's say, a vaccination scar that can go to one particular scar, can go to six, seven different, it can go to the wrist, it can go to the hip. This is a case where it was going to the wrist, which caused a carpal tunnel syndrome, uh, which was not really carpal tunnel syndrome. A vaccination scar was going to the right hip. Uh, or the left hip it was going to the stomach area, con constantly causing. It was going also to the other scar on the shoulder. So both shoulders were coming from one. It was going from the neck uh, up to the neck, which is causing a bunch of neck pain, and also to a tooth. 
So one scar can literally go like the on the windshield, just spreads like a windshield. We can also get what we call double jeopardy, multiple interference fields finding one area. A good, uh, let's say it was a um, uh, knee pain, old knee injury, right? Which first call came from the ankle. The ankle went to the knee, which to the right kidney, which also went to the colon. So the old injury went up the knee, then up to the hip, then across the whole belly. So it was one little, like, you know, this was a person playing football who had uh, basically had a sprained ankle. But see, the time that they were playing, this was a day. This, this is a good example. How did this happen? Is on the particular day that he had this injury, the energy levels were low. Um, I don't know the day, but I'm, I'm guessing on the day, which is, is his, his food was not right. He didn't have good nutrients. Uh, and it just worked up till finally that day when that injury happened. First of all, his body did not have enough energy to completely repair it and keep it from blowing other circuits. Okay. Because he didn't have enough minerals. Then after years and years, now the ankle here, and maybe it hurts and flares up a little bit and it doesn't, it's not as flexible. But now, five years later, that right knee. Now, uh, a number of years later, it goes up to that right hip. Then it starts to go into the right kidney. Then it goes into the colon, meaning a person developing where they, they can't, um, they get uh, toxic bowel. Or remember, I said toxic bowel actually is one of the leading causes of having your lower vertebrae melt, meaning, I don't know what happened to your Mr. Jones, but your back is just old and it's fall and it's starting to pinch on the nerves and you're losing disc height and everything, your low back, you might have to have some, you know, some wires put in there. How did that happen? Well, it can come from just these systems breaking down. So what the mud packs do is, that's why QRA is really the ultimate because it takes respect the physical body in terms of you are what you eat or you are what you didn't eat. That's the herbs. That's the supplements. That's the foods, meaning it broke down because they have the right nutrients. Okay. But also it broke down because there were some injuries. And again, don't mistake. Ah, I just bumped my arm. It wasn't a big deal. Right. But you don't know. And it could be something that it can be like that crack in the windshield and just spreads throughout the whole body. And it is the problem that's going on with all of these different organs or all these different things. So take your pick of any person that comes in here. That's why it's part of the initial QRA. When a person comes in, it's an hour and a half. And it's an hour and a half of me testing you. First of all, I sit down and I listen to you and I do a really good intake. And I start to learn where and I start to put this case together. It's kind of like a detective. But then I test every single organs of your body, meaning finding out, okay, what are the nutrients? What are the things that we need to put in? What are the things that we need to take out that we need to stop, right? Because sometimes stopping a, a toxic thing is way more beneficial than taking a good thing on top of a toxic thing, okay? But then the testing goes into where we're going to test for interference fields. We're going to look for these invisible things, 
Okay. And many times people go, I didn't know that that was there. Or I, but sometimes you'll have people, that's right. You know, I fell down and I, I got glass in that right knee or I punctured my foot. It went right through, or that's, you know, that scar when I was dropped as a kid or when I was, you know, five years old and I was chasing my brother and I ran into the dining room table and I got, that's where I got that scar right there. We start looking at these things. And again, I can test every square inch of your body and that takes a long time. So we start off with the very first appointment where we go for just kind of the top things. I look at your whole spine and we test for all of these interference fields. And then we start to put a case together, which is you're gonna need this and you're gonna need this. And then we create a plan in terms of where do we go from there. But that's where QRA is different is like I said, a really good car mechanic is going to work like a Lamborghini. You don't just need a mechanic to just start pulling parts out. You need the guy who knows the computer really well, who knows how to unhack this thing and even put some upgrades out there and then take some of these hack jobs out of there and take some of these blown uh, uh, codes these codes that are not working, that's what the interference fields are, is essentially these invisible codes that you didn't know it was stuck in that system. So this is Jason Eagle, your Natural Health Authority. Until next week, bye-bye.